Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Hello and welcome to Roundtable, where we serve up piping hot debates on the issues that sizzle in China and beyond. I'm Niu Honglin. Coming up, as the allure of celebrating the Spring Festival in an overseas destination continues to captivate the hearts of more and more Chinese, we invite you to embark on a remarkable journey with us. This exclusive series comprises five episodes, each casting a spotlight on a distinct country that beacons with its own unique charm. For this part of today's show, I'm joined by Yu Xuan and a special guest in the studio. Now on Roundtable. In the heart of Thailand, where the vibrant energy of Bangkok meets the tranquility of Chiang Mai, a unique cultural fusion unfolds every spring festival. Imagine lantern-lit streets adorned with red and gold, echoing with the laughter of Chinese tourists celebrating the traditional Chinese New Year away from home. Are you ready to enjoy an unforgettable virtual Thai experience? What will be the hottest destinations for tourists around the globe? What are some special activities you can look forward to during the Spring Festival period in Thailand? In order to answer all these questions and more, we are very delighted that we invited Ms. Pankana Wenichai, Director of the Tourism Authority of Thailand Beijing office, for today's show. Great to have you here. Actually, we know traditionally Thailand has always been one of the favorite destinations for Chinese tourists, especially during the Spring Festival period and actually spend. The year. So, to you, how has the number of Chinese tourists visiting Thailand during the Spring Festival holiday changed in recent years? And uh, can you share some insights into the key factors driving these trends? Before COVID, I mean, the, uh, Chinese tourists, you know, they, they travel to Thailand during the Spring Festival a whole lot more, of course. And uh, last year, we can see the trend that is coming back. And for this year, I saw some reports, especially for the flight resumption increase, like in my responsible area, which is uh, northern China. Before the spring festival, the flight resumption was about 40%. But during spring festival, it increased to maybe a little bit more than 50%. So there are more Chinese tourists, of course, traveling to Thailand during this time. Actually, we know that one of the biggest news about uh, tourism industry in Thailand, China, is the fact that on January 28th, uh, the Chinese and Thai government signed a mutual visa exemption agreement in mm-hmm. Bangkok, Thailand. Mm-hmm. And this agreement will enter into force on March the 1st, 2024. Under this agreement, citizens of the two countries can travel back and forth without a visa mm-hmm. and and are allowed to stay for up to 30 days. So Yushun, mm. um, can you give us some more details about this agreement and tell us how Chinese tourists are reacting to the news? Yeah, this mutual visa exemption is expected to greatly stimulate cross-border travel demand among tourists and will, of course, inject more powerful impetus into the economic development for both countries, right? So. A temporary visa waiver for travelers from China was actually previously given by Thailand before. So this waiver is scheduled to expire on February 29th. So the new visa-free policy is actually connecting Mm. this temporary waiver. And it is estimated that 8 million Chinese tourists will travel to Thailand in 2024. And um, we can see after this news is coming out, a lot of 
Chinese tourists are actually searching or booking tickets yeah. to Thailand.、Um, for example, after the news was announced, searches for Thailand-related keywords on the Sea Trip platform, which is a domestic booking. Platform, platform,、mm-hmm. yeah, increased more than seven times compared with the previous day,、mm-hmm. with air tickets and hotel bookings increasing by more than six times compared with the previous day.、Mm-hmm. So that is a really significant number. I'm glad to see that people's enthusiasm for going to Thailand has always been there, and the visa is just igniting their、mm-hmm. passion and、mm-hmm. making or helping them make the decision of ah, I'm definitely going. There's no need to wait anymore, and it's the time for me to enjoy the beautiful view, great people, amazing food and fruits and everything. So yeah, and how- actually. Um, because this is a mutual visa-free exemption, right? So the eagerness of Thai travelers to visit China has also risen. On Trip.com's Thailand site,、um, the search popularity of Chinese keywords increased by over eighty percent compared to an hour ago when this、mm. news was released. So with the notable increasing search interest for many well-known cities, including Shanghai and Beijing and Shenzhen city, like this. So immediate reaction happening、mm. in the first hour of the announcement of the news. So I was wondering, for Miss Pankanan, how do you make the significance of the measure in your opinion?、Um, I think it will make、uh, the ease of traveling very、uh, significantly because.、Um, If you want to go, you just you know book a ticket and go. No need to pre- prepare for the visa application, blah blah blah. Right. And、um, at the same time, after the news was released, I mean my partners like the OTA travel agents wholesaler, they were you know shout with joy about this news because they said that okay, is the ease of traveling is one thing, less cost is one thing, but another. More important thing is that、uh, it means that these two countries,、uh, you, we have like good relationships between two countries.、Uh, like you said, that、uh, in Thailand the search also went up a、mm-hmm. whole lot. I myself, I use the、uh, social media in Thailand,、mm-hmm. and there are some several groups about you know traveling to China, traveling to Beijing, Shanghai, like、mm-hmm. that. I mean, all the people are coming. Ah, how can I go there? Please、mm-hmm. suggest the itinerary. I want to go there. I want to、yeah. go to Harbin. I want to go to Gu Gong and Changcheng. You know, yeah. Thai always love to come to travel to to China, especially to the cold climate because in Thailand the weather is so warm, right?、Mm-hmm. The Thai people would like to go to Tali, Li Jiang, to、uh, Harbin to experience the snow, and I think.、Um, For ski as well, and China lately we promoting the the snow sports. Right. Yeah, I think the Thai people will come during the winter time, and the Chinese will go to Thailand because we have warmer climate. <laughs> yeah. So it's gonna be good time for exchange the traffic both way. So when、uh, the airlines they got traffic for both way, I think it will make the flight stability. Not like before that. Okay, if the load factor is low, the airlines they might cancel their flights. So if they have traffic both way, they can increase the flight、uh, frequency, and hopefully the price will go down, so、mm. people can travel more.、Mm. Yeah. In the meantime, we get to see that even though it's a little bit segue because we're talking about traveling to both countries here, that's the 
theme of today's episode, but actually we see that the implementation of the mutual visa waiver agreement will also help to further enhance Sino-Thai relations. We know China is the largest export destination for Thai agricultural products mm -hmm. and more and more Thai rice, natural rubber and various tropical fruits have entered the Chinese market and it'll be easy for people who wanted to do business in both countries to invest and to start a business and to at least do some investigation in their target market to start with. So I definitely do agree that this agreement would further enhance the relationship between our two countries, which is always a really good thing. Mm. But traditionally, even before the visa-free arrangements, we see that Thailand has already been one of the favorite destinations for Chinese tourists. And mm. you should. Can you tell us why? Yes, because a lot of uh, people, when they're discussing or just, you know, talking about traveling abroad, I think first up, these cities will be cities like Thailand and Singapore and Malaysia, right? So first of all, I think it is because it is close to China, right? It's um, not that far away and uh, the travel time is not that long when you're taking flights. And also the stunning natural scenery, of course, in Thailand. It is a country filled with tropical vibes with beautiful beaches, mountains, ancient historical sites, and uh, various natural landscapes. And it is just suitable for many different types of tourists to explore, right? If you like culture and history, you can visit Thailand. If, if you like just natural sceneries, you can also visit Thailand. And um, I think another aspect is about the price. I think traveling in Thailand is not as expensive as in a lot of countries outside of China, right? One thing is about the ticket and another thing is about the goods and the foods in Thailand. You can just get a lot of um, oh, delicious yes. street food and night market is just amazing there. And um, I think that is also one of the points that is attracting a lot of Chinese people to travel there traditional, I think. Yeah, so uh, to promote the development of the tourism industry, we see the Thai government has also introduced several advocating measures and a lot of different strategies. Do you care to share some that are designated to attract Chinese tourists during the spring festival period of time? I think it's uh, in terms of the policy-wise, the uh, Prime Minister of Thailand, of course, he announced that uh, every province should you know promote their festivals to seek the uniqueness of the experiences local and you know try to develop it to be more national festival worldwide that people many tourists from other countries to visit and during this uh, chinese uh, new year especially in the major destinations in thailand for example in uh, bangkok in Chinatown, Yawarat, we will have special activities for a Chinese New Year where the Prince Rin Thorn, she will preside over the opening ceremony. Mm. And in Chiang Mai, we also have a Chinatown, a Chinese festival. And I would like to talk a little bit of my hometown, if you don't mm. mind. Sure. It's called Nohon Sawan. It's not uh, very well known for the Chinese um, tourists. It's between like Bangkok and uh, Chiang Mai. Mm. It used to be one of the cities that we have like a lot of Chinese um, community, big Chinese community there. In Thailand, we can be noticed that 
if that city have water for transportation, in the past we we transport our goods through water, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There will be Chinese community there because Chinese always good at doing business, right? <laughs> yeah, Nakhonsawan is the original place where Zhao Paya River originated. So there's a big Chinese community there. Mm-hmm. So during this time of the Chinese festival. We celebrated for two weeks. Wow! Yeah, and the whole time decorated in red lantern and red dragon, something like that. And uh, the most famous um, dragon dance is mm. from the Khonsawan in my hometown. Mm. Yeah, um, this is just a uh, one small town, but we celebrate big Chinese festival there. So every city that have a Chinese community, we do celebrate Chinese New Year. For me, I always feel like the so-called spring festival atmosphere mm. in big cities are just not that impressive mm, or not vibrant. that vibrant. People would, you know, bear the idea that ah, it's something that's a little bit outdated. Mm. And traditionally, we definitely celebrated when we were kids, but mm. nowadays it's about some new, trendy, more fashionable kind of way to celebrate it. But that was our generations when we were young. I feel like mm. young kids like you nowadays are welcoming and embracing the old tradition once again and mm. having the opportunity to celebrate the traditional Chinese New Year in a traditional, very lively, very vibrant way is somehow the new desire for a lot of young people. Yeah, of course. One thing that I can think of is about because you know when we were children, we would like to play like fire crackers no. and um, these um, fireworks thing. And recently, actually, we can see a lot of um, like firework shows that is happening in China, and um, a lot of our developing new technologies sure. in more environmental friendly fireworks, and that is just making people exciting. And also, like this, I think that is I think people's idea of celebrating Chinese New Year in a new way, aside from you know just celebrating in China, but also celebrating the Chinese New Year in other countries and other mm-hmm. cities. Right, so traveling abroad is also becoming a new choice for people to actually, you know, maybe they can bring their whole family to another city to spend their Chinese New Year's, and also we can see a lot of cities are hosting or doing a lot of decoration for Chinese New Year. A lot of you know, like lanterns, dragon dances. That is just so. It's bringing a lot of um, nostalgia for Chinese people, actually. So that is quite interesting, right? Mm-hmm. When you can experience Chinese culture in a different country. country, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think it would be an interesting point to see, yeah, how other Chinese-related ancestor or mm. how do they celebrate Chinese New Year? Like for me, I just talked to my colleague at my office. I asked them, do you still set up table altar to worship your ancestor during Chinese New Year? They said, no. I said, my mom still do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still yeah. do it in my family. Oh, yes, yeah. it still happens. Yeah. yeah. So do you think of the Chinese tradition or the Chinese culture historically have also affected how people in Thailand live their lives quite so much? I think so. I think... Um, After being here for two and a half years, I can see that, oh, okay, 
you doing this this way, your Chinese way, it's also the same as the Thai way mm. of we doing. We have to listen to our parents. We cannot do this. We cannot do that. It's the same way. Just like I grew up when I was a child, you know. I think this because the, we share the I don't know history or something like that. We always believe that we are the Thai people. Long long time ago, we have. Come from you know Tsipong Penna, Yunnan, something like that. So, mm. so we share this kind of belief, culture, something like that. Mm. And it's beautiful to see how uh, cultures with the same origins started mm. to develop to different ways into mm. uh, different forms. And in the meantime, I was wondering, since you talked about. Certain decorations and activities that are actually designated to celebrate the Spring Festival. Are there any special activities prepared by, for example, business owners or local governments in Thailand that are designed to attract Chinese tourists during mm. Spring Festival period? Mm. Of course, the uh, private uh, business like shopping malls, something like that, they always have uh, some special activities in at their properties. Like, I don't know if I can name name the, the shopping mall or not, but our information that we receive right now, that in Chiang Mai, also in um, Phuket, in Bangkok, Pattaya, in almost every shopping mall, they have, the, they celebrate this uh, Chinese New Year, some of them will invite a dragon, the lion dances in certain days, or they have special prize, special gift to give during this time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and uh, like in uh, Yawarat Street, we will have big celebration also. And in Chiang Mai, Chinatown also have uh, a celebration for Chinese New Year. Yeah, and I also noticed that there are some events that is celebrating Chinese New Year. I think, um, for example, on the fourteenth of January, there is a twenty twenty four Spring Festival concert jointly organized by the Chinese Embassy in Thailand and um, Mahidol University College of Music. It took place at the Prince Mahidol Hall in Thailand, mm -hmm. and uh, they played a lot of classic Chinese compositions such as. High Mountain and Flowing Water, that's in Chinese, Gao Shan Liu Shui. And the uh, renowned, I think, love story, Butterfly Lovers, sure. Liang Zhu. So I think this is a good chance for both Thai people and Chinese people to exchange their ideas from the aspect of culture, right? They are actually exchanging ideas and cultures to actually have a mutual understanding on what we actually enjoy and appreciate. Mm, and I noticed that actually we see some temples in Thailand would distribute Chinatown Spring Festival commemorative coins to tourists limited to 9,999 pieces. You can join the lucky draw and see if you get one. Is it true? <laughs> I don't know about this one. <laughs> I would, maybe if it's true, I would totally go. Is or that maybe in it's Bangkok. Yes, oh, oh, <laughs> it's oh. in in ancient Chinatown. Oh, oh. actually, we have a lot of um, Chinese temple in Thailand, mm. and during the festival, they always have something like this. I, I'm sure that 
It's true. Yeah. Yeah. There are many very impressive activities being、mm. held during the Spring Festival period.、Mm. Actually,、mm. we see, for example, Chinese actor extending Chinese New Year wishes. Lots of different forms of art installation of the Chinese dragon, as well as, for example, the. Auspicious golden dragon is also being exhibited in a lot of places, and we see that there are definitely would be Chinese songs and Chinese dragon dances we talked about, as well as charming melodies of Guzheng instruments, Chinese cultural performances, including auspicious golden dragon dance, graceful acrobatics from China、wow. in a performance with. Different themes and different items with troops from Shanghai and a lot of different other places. So there are definitely a lot of different activities.、Mm-hmm. So for those listeners who are planning their trip to Thailand, do you have any recommendations or any suggestions? What to do? What not to do? Maybe not only during the Spring Festival holiday, but in general. Actually, Thailand is a year-round destination for Chinese traveler because we are so close. Like you、mm. said, like from Beijing area, only travel like five hours.、Mm. From other cities down to south, maybe two, three hours. You can experience everything. Like for me, for TAT,、um, we would like to promote like we call five F, like、mm-hmm. food, yeah, Thai food, of course,、uh, festival,、mm-hmm. fashion. Thai fashion, Thai Ooh, fabric,、sure. uh, something like that, and everything. And、um, fight is a Muay Thai, Thai boxing. Oh. oh.、Uh, so this kind of thing, it'd be great that you have time and you go and experience. Like for food,、uh, we have variety, not just you know street food. We can have Michelin star.、Mm. Sure. Or throughout Thailand during the COVID time, we've been working with Michelin guidebook to explore. More cities and to give the award.、Mm. Yeah, not only for one star, we also have the Bip Kumong and plate recommendation where is the price is not too high, but the taste is、uh, very very good. Mm. Yeah, mm. and I w- would like to introduce like、uh, some experience traveling so you can get contact with the local people. Like we would have activity like maybe homestay. To be with the host, and you can do、uh, local cooking,、mm. yeah, and to learn a little bit of what high culture in that area, something like that. So I think after the pandemic, and I, I read a lot of report that、um, people tend to travel more in depth to、mm. get experience, not like before they would like to go so many places in one day, but they would like to. Spend more time getting to know the local. Thailand、right. can give that. So both of you mentioned that China is also the nearest winter sports destination for Thailand, and、mm. uh, the permanent visa-free agreement will further promote Thai tourists to visit China, with the potential to make Thailand one of the top three source countries for inbound tourism in China in 2024 as well. So I was wondering, Shun, can you、mm. return the favor and recommend、huh. some good cities and good destinations for our Thai friends who like to visit China? Oh yes, of. Of course, and especially for this season, our friends who has been so familiar with these tropical vibes, I think they also want to experience some snowy、yeah. and icy environment, right? So, I highly recommend 
friends from Thailand to visit the northern part of China to actually experience the snowy landscapes and joyful winter sports. So Zhangjiakou City in mm. Hebei mm. Province, located in、um, northern China, is a host city for the Winter Olympics actually,、mm-hmm. and offers just high standard skiing experience. So I believe travelers from Thailand would be very interested in winter sports. I assume. Also, this city is very close to the capital, Beijing. So, if you have ample time, you can also add some Beijing itinerary because Beijing is also a great tourist city that have scenery, culture, and facilities, everything. So, I think, yeah, plan everything and <laughs> welcome to China as well.、Yeah. And let's visit each other's countries. <laughs> yes. And I guess that is time for us to bid farewell to the land of smiles and tales of Chinese lanterns dancing with Thai tuk tuks. But remember this: the best travel stories often involve a mix of laughter, unexpected connections, and a dash of adventure. So, whether you're savoring pet Thai in Bangkok or enjoying a shopping spree in Chiang Mai, let the spirit of cultural exchange be your compass. Special thanks to Miss Pankanan, Director of the Tourism Authority of Thailand Beijing Office. 